What's up, everybody? Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com coming to you from Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium after Arkansas's 44-20 win over the FIU Panthers. And not a big-name opponent. I mean, this is a team that lost, what, 40-6 to last week against uh, Middle Tennessee State. So it's not anything to just, like, jump up and down and go crazy about, but it's a win. And, I mean, it can go the other way. We saw what happened to Auburn today. I think Auburn, you know, probably some of the same stuff crept in with Auburn thinking they're all this and that after they beat Arkansas 48-10 last week as Arkansas thought when they beat Florida in the swamp, oh, we're back, baby. And, you know, you come back here and you you get shown what's up. I think it's important to, you know, put together a game like that. I mean, they put up 323 rushing yards. They hadn't done that all year, obviously. So they put up some good rushing yards. And, uh, you know, going into this Missouri game, which that was a wild game, I mean, Missouri just has something about them this year. They're just, they catch a lot of breaks. They make a lot of big plays. I don't mean to say that they're just lucky because they certainly aren't. But uh, Arkansas has a chance to be a spoiler. I mean, Missouri's looking for a New Year's New Year Six bowl game, and, and Arkansas has a chance to, to ruin that on Saturday. And, you know, I was kind of pulling for Missouri because Florida was going to be the team that ruined it. And now Arkansas has that chance. And can they do that? I mean, can they go to Tuscaloosa and, you know, play them tight, lose 24-20? Can they go to Oxford and play them tight, lose by seven? Can they go to Baton Rouge and lose by three? It's still the same bunch of guys out there. I mean, yeah, everybody's had injuries and personnel has changed a little bit here and there. It's still the same guys out there. Is this the Arkansas team that lost 48-10 to to Auburn and was humiliated? Or is it one of those teams? Can they get that energy back? That would be the big question. But it's important to have a little bit of momentum. You know, Sam Pittman talked a lot about, you know, the F word, fire, that F word, at, at the press conference. He's kind of asked about, you know, the announcers apparently said that he had spoken to Hunter Juracek and Hunter Juracek told him he was safe or something. And he said, you know, that's not the conversation that he'd had at all, I guess. I don't know if he really heard the question because I think he probably just heard the F word and, uh, and you know, kind of said what he wanted to say about, you know, all that talk and, you know, hurting recruiting and, you know, the media having opinions and all that stuff and hurting recruiting. So, I mean, what really hurts recruiting is winning four games, you know. I mean, that's, that's what hurts recruiting. I think I'm going to go this way. I've never exited the walk and talk this side, but the, my car is right over there. And I don't know that this is going to be like an extremely long walk and talk. Keep it fettle, fettle walk and talk. So you get a look at the stadium from this side. We don't really do that that much, do we? Maybe I should start doing that more. We only got one game left. Usually the season feels like it's just kind of flown by, but this year it's been, it's been a little longer feeling, you know. But, you know, just on this game, that Chris Mitchell guy, the wide receiver, I thought he was really impressive. Really had a nice game for them. But Arkansas, you know, after they went down 13-7, you're just thinking, geez, is this, for, is this what's about to happen? After they go down 13-7, they really just dominated the game the rest of the way. I mean, they, you know, they made some plays. They had a drive after that, but that was it. What did they score? Seven points the rest of the game? I mean, it wasn't like just an outstanding showing by the defense. I have no idea if I can get out any way over here. We're just kind of figuring it out as we go. 
I don't think I've really come on this side of the stadium since college. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a long time. Now, all these look blocked, so we may just be walking around trying to figure our way. Oh, there's, it looks like there's an opening. Okay. Mixing it up a little bit on the walk and talk today. So, I mean, I, there's not a whole lot to say. I'm not going to sit here and just like, you know, rail on Sam Pittman, obviously, and, you know, after a win and, you know, talk about what's, ne what's up next year. Aside from, you know, I've said before that the ideal scenario would be for them to rally and put this thing together. And the question is, is it, is it too little too late at this point? Because you have 26 seniors on this team and you have 18 of them with eligibility to come back. And that's significant. And I know some would say like, well, Sam Pittman, he's not the guy anyway to get it done. It doesn't matter who's coming back or, or any of that stuff. But I just know that when you have a coaching change, there's going to be a rebuild. And I think out the window is the idea of, like, look what Deion Sanders doing. I mean, they just got their tails kicked in. You get your tail kicked in? Like, when you have coaching change generally, and not always. I mean, there's, there's instances. I mean, we can think back to 98. That's a different era of college football when – Houston Nut came in and rallied everybody, but when you have change, you can almost guarantee that it's going to be a struggle the next year. I mean, there's a few examples out there. TCU last year, there's just a few examples. There's not just like a whole bunch of them. There's a whole lot of them on the other side of teams just, you know, having to totally rebuild everything. And that's the part that, you know, you, you hate about it. And, and everybody's right to be upset and frustrated with, Look at me saying I'm not going to talk about it, and here I am just talking about it the next two minutes. But everybody has the right to be upset and frustrated and disappointed in this season, and this certainly isn't the season that I thought it was going to be. And, yeah, there's a good chance there will be change after the season. I don't care what anybody's conversations are right now because I also know that athletic directors say everything's fine and GMs say everything's fine until they decide one day that it's not. And you have to think about what does the offseason look like, What's the energy with the fan base? I mean, there's what, listen, at 61,000 in there today. Maybe that was tickets sold or something. It certainly wasn't tickets scanned. It's probably in the 40s, I would say, overall attendance. It's just what, it wasn't, and it's about what you'd expect it being about two thirds of the way full. There's a look from this side, the stadium. I don't know, I don't know what to think. It's just like, I don't know what they're going to do, but I mean, on one hand, like you've, you, you know, you've won four games. It's going to be tough to beat Missouri, but that doesn't mean they can't. They're going to show up. They're going to show up and try to win the game. But, uh, you know, say they lose that Missouri game, then I think that puts some real question. I mean, that's the last game of the season. You never know, as I always say, how you're going to feel about it until you're actually sitting in it, you know, wearing it, swimming in it. So what does that mean if they lose to Missouri or win against Missouri? What kind of energy does that take in the, in the offseason? You know, I just think that with the fans, you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody who's like, doesn't want change right now. I mean, you just would be. And at the same time, I'm not even sure that change is the right answer because, you know, it's kind of like the devil you know. <laughs> like, who's the next guy? 
I mean, the same people that scream the loudest that the coach should be fired are the same people that also complain the most about the guy that was hired. And, you know, we want instant satisfaction right now. I just, I really don't know what the answer is for Arkansas. Because, again, you go to the offseason, it can be very toxic. You know, you, you, you see some issues with recruiting right now with, you know, recruits looking around to other places, and Sam Pittman talked about that in the press conference. You know, what's the transfer portal look like? You know, who are the who's the offensive coordinator you're able to lure in here? You know, are they going to look at the situation and say, I mean, look, I mean, if things go wrong here, this whole thing could go awry real quick. Look at next year's schedule. Like the whole week-to-week -week thing hasn't been laid out, but you start off week two, you got Oklahoma State. And then week four, you got Texas A&M. I love you. So, I love you so. Thank you. Thanks for watching. So, I mean, like, what if you go to what if you go to Oklahoma State and go to Texas A&M in the first four weeks and you lose both of those and you're two and two coming off a season where you didn't go to a bowl game? I think we know what that looks like, right? And then. But yeah, I mean, I, I certainly understand where everybody's coming from about, you know, wanting change. And I understand the other side of it too, about maybe that's not the best thing. Maybe that's a short-sighted solution. Maybe that's an emotional decision. What's the best for Arkansas to get back on track and win? And the question has to be, is Sam Pittman the guy that's gonna take Arkansas to the next level? That has to be the question. From, from Hunter Juracek, does he believe that keeping Sam Pittman running this program is the right answer? And you know what? One decision costs a lot of money and one doesn't. You know, we talked about, I've got it like $16.5 million that Sam Pittman would be owed. And that would probably be negotiated because he's not going to look for another job. Versus, you know, what if we figured out a way to move that money around a little bit? Brought in some badass offensive coordinator raise some NIL money because we can talk about like what players want to come to and stuff. There are players out there who are just interested in what that money looks like and you got to be able to pay. And that's another thing. I mean, like Arkansas, in my opinion, is not doing as good a job with NIL as some of these other schools like, you know, like the Grove Collective, for example. All I see on Grove Collective is, you know, donate and we're going to give this money to players. Businesses sponsor it and people donate to it and they basically like wash it i guess and just pay the players that's basically what's happening and you know arkansas i see and the charities are great but i see a lot of charity this charity that um you know at some point you got to get down to just paying these guys i mean that's what it, that's what it is it's just like some kind of shell to to pay players and we need some legislation we need some legislation in nil i don't think there's any question um, you know, I'm, I'm capitalist. I think you probably are too, right? And, you know, people should be able to make money, but name, image, and likeness isn't the same thing as like getting money, getting paid through a collective. You know, that's just like, how good is he? Can he play? Let's get him here. Let's, let's figure out a way to get him here. You know, let's pay him. That's, that's what it is. And I'm all for the guys making money and stuff, but there's got to be some transparency. There's got to be I mean, we're moving to an NFL model. Let's let's make it transparent, right? 
all right, everybody, I'm just rambling now. Don't really know what to say about, you know, a 44-20 win over FIU. I didn't want to talk about, you know, Sam Pittman's job situation and, you know, but I did. So I don't really have any opinion on it. I just want Arkansas to win. And whatever the best decision, I guess that's probably what you want to. All right, everybody, I'm going to wrap it up. This has been Trey Biddy with Hogsports.com. I'm not sure this was the best walk and talk ever, but, I mean, it's the FIU game, so cut me some slack. We'll catch you next time.